It's time now for the PDXO Wasp podcast, brought to you by the Open Web Application Security Project. The views of the guests do not necessarily represent the views of OWASP, their sponsors, and other stakeholders. Enjoy the show. This is David Quisenberry on the Portland OWASP podcast. Here with me today is Dan Briley from Summit Security Group, our proud sponsor of the Portland, Oregon OWASP training day. fifth year anniversary, and they are sponsoring us at CTF level. Dan, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, David. It's great to be here. So I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, the conference. You know, we have, it's, I guess it's not a conference, it's a training day. Uh, I should clarify what what's the difference between a, a conference and a, a training day. Um, we had our, our first AppSec Pacific Northwest conference earlier in the year, um, and that is very much uh, people talking at you, uh, showing you some things, um, but the train and how we did have a few workshops, but they were they were shorter in nature. And our training day really is a training. It's three and a half hours of uh, hands on keyboard uh, labs, learning hard skills that have helped lots of people get jobs. Um, so, Dan, thank you very much for for your sponsorship um, for Summit Security Group sponsorship coming in at the, the CTF level. Uh, we do have Secure Code Warrior having a, a CTF that will be defensive in nature, finding the vulnerabilities in the code identifying what can can best fix those. And that's a really fun CTF. But I'd like to talk about what you all do at Summit Security Group and what you do well. Sure. I, I love talking about our company, so I'd be happy to kind of give you an overview of that. Um, so when you think of our firm, there are really two complementary sides to our business. We refer to them, uh, one is security advisory, and the other side is security engineering or sometimes assurance. And the advisory team, we'll start there. They, they support clients with really all things GRC, governance, risk, compliance. So that includes things like risk assessments, policy creation and deployment, readiness engagements that prepare clients for audits, uh, such as a SOC 2 or an ISO. We can also help with third-party vendor assessment and management. Uh, and we support our clients as they work to comply with all the various regulatory requirements or security frameworks that might impact them. And those include things like you know, HIPAA, PCI, CMMC, uh, the NIST SP800 series, I mean, you name it. Our, our world is full of acronyms as they relate to information security and, and the regulations uh, that we deal with. So the, the team's really diverse in their skills and they can do everything from really small engagements like a, a tabletop exercise that maybe tests your incident response plan um, all the way up to building an entire information security program for a client, uh, soup to nuts. So that's, that's the advisory side. Um, on the other side of the business, we have the security engineering team. And these are the folks who do all the penetration testing and vulnerability assessment work. They're able to assess and find vulns in just about any piece of technology you throw at them. Uh, obviously, we do a significant amount of application pen testing for enterprise software clients, and thus we really appreciate our relationship with our friends at OWASP. Um, but we also do a lot of network and infrastructure pen testing, both internal and external, wired, wireless, on-prem, cloud-based, uh, you name it. So we even had the team do some embedded device testing where they got to hack on some IoT gear, um, which is always fun for them. They really enjoy those types of engagements. And I mean, really, the team does a fantastic job serving our clients here in Portland and all over the country. I'm really proud of them and the work that they do. 
And I guess to sum it all up, I would say, you know, at the end of the day, all we do is security. Um, while the work that we do impacts and involves IT gear and applications and the full suite of infrastructure components, we don't manage IT or do any sysadmin work. We simply live and breathe security. And that's what we enjoy doing every day. And that's what, you know, gets us up and gets us excited to do our work. So how did, how did you get started in security? Oh, that's a great question. So I've been at this over 20 years at this point and started off doing IT work inside of organizations um, from, you know, everything from sysadmin, help desk work. I got a, a hankering for security specifically. And so I started with kind of hands-on security work, you know, configuring firewalls and doing network security stuff. And uh, then I got into compliance and governance and risk and ultimately ended up managing security programs in pretty large enterprise organizations and really enjoyed it. I, I like the kind of the cat and mouse nature of security and the attacker and defender side of things and yeah. the ability to, you know, to serve our clients well by protecting very valuable assets and information. And so that's kind of how I, I grew up in it. And I've just always been interested in security in my career. And was that was that all here in kind of the Portland area or I mean, we were um, doing... about half my career is was here in Portland. The other half was down in Orange County in Southern California. Got it. Got it. Well, I again just want to reiterate, like you and your firm have been partners of Training Day for as long as I can remember. Um, whenever we're looking for something, even if we forget to email you, you're always like, hey, what about us? Like, we want to help. Um, we're partners in this and it's very much appreciated. So thank you. Oh, my, our pleasure. We really enjoy, as I said, our relationship with OWASP and the, the training day is such a fantastic way for people to get access to really high quality training at, at a very low cost and to be part of the InfoSec community here in, in Portland. Yeah. So I'd like to talk a little bit about um, some of the, the trends you're seeing in the work that you're doing. Um, you know, we've had a lot of regulation, both at state level, um, federal level now starting. Like what kind of what kind of work on both sides of the business, both the, the security engineering as well as the um, advisory side, have you all been heads down on lately? Yeah. So, you know, I would say one area that kind of crosses both of those realms, unfortunately, is ransomware. Um, mm -hmm. We see lots of concern about ransomware prevention and sadly, sometimes ransomware recovery, you know, getting over an incident, recovering from an incident. And so I say it touches both sides because there are technical things and controls you can put in place to help with ransomware prevention and and whatnot and then there are also policy and administrative things that you can put in place to prevent uh, ransomware so we see a lot of our clients concerned about that and, and asking for help with that and it's it's really a multifaceted approach that that needs technology um, and administrative help so we you know the old people process and technology all three of those components to um, to help solve that problem. Um, and then continuing on the security engineering side, we're seeing a whole lot more cloud-based deployments, uh, use of OAuth, vulnerabilities being baked into third-party products. Um, and then of course, in the last year and a half, remote worker issues, uh, lots of concern around. And again, this actually kind of crosses uh, between engineering and advisory, because on the engineering side, you know, what technical control should be in place for um, for remote workers, people working at home, are they on a their own personally owned PC? Are they on a corporate laptop? Who has access to it? What sort of technical controls should we have on that device? But then also from a policy perspective, uh, what are they allowed to do? Not allowed to do? What? How? How are we expecting them to behave with corporate assets in their home? So, you know, that's most of what we're seeing. And I know I kind of jumped into security advisory, but most of those are engineering type topics. And then. 
on the advisory side, um, we're seeing lots of interest in adopting and obtaining a certification or an attestation on, for example, like the ISO 27000 series or SOC 2 to help provide that security assurance to customers. So a lot of our clients are coming to us, they're saying, hey, our customers are requesting or in some cases demanding that we have, for example, a SOC 2. Um, can you help us with that? And so, of course, absolutely, we'll get them ready and help them walk through the audit process so that they can successfully obtain those attestations or certifications. Uh, so a lot of work there. And then lots of folks are kind of coming to us or they, they say, we need security, but they don't know exactly what that means. Um, and that's frankly, I mean, that's a whole topic all on its own I could probably talk about, but um, security means different things, different people. And frankly, it's a very broad ask. And so we we spend a lot of time with clients saying, okay, well, let's, let's drill down the details. What's going on? What are the business drivers? Help us understand what's going on so that we can uh, help be a little bit prescriptive in, in where to spend your valuable dollars. Um, because to try and, and quote unquote, do security, to do everything, it was going to feel like boiling the ocean and nobody has budget for that. So um, we try and help clients be real strategic in their spend so that they're being prudent with the limited dollars that they have. Got to ask you, since you've been doing this for 20 years, I've only been doing this for five or six years, and it, it seems like the pace of change has increased exponentially, you know, in the last three years. And there's so many, so many areas as a security person that you just have to stay in tune with and read up on and watch things and listen to things. And it's, it's, there's just depth all around. Like, how have you, how have you led your company through like your own learning? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, a few different things I would say. Um, you know, first of all, we we hire pretty academically rigorous folks. Um, we college degrees matter a lot to us because of the the level of work that we do involves you know really deep technical work and also being able to produce reports that communicate that technical work to a very broad audience from other technical folks all the way up to executives. So. The reason I mention that is because that culture of learning is throughout our firm. It's a, a big area that we spend a lot of effort in. We have folks that go to training every year and we make sure that we have a budget set aside to make sure they can do that. Um, we as an organization go to events together and both you know, doing team building and hanging out and spending time together, but also learning together as, as a, a, a company. And I would say that you know sometimes somebody will go learn something and they'll bring it back and then share with the rest of the team uh, the conference they went to or the talk they went to or, or what have you. So I, I think it's fair to say our company has a very much a culture of learning that we've tried to foster uh, among the teammates. So that's kind of step one. Those people on our team tend to enjoy learning. So then once we find people that, to join the team that really enjoy learning, um, I would say we you know, give them challenges and, and point them in directions where they can do those things. And so those are things like participating in CTFs, for example. Um, I would advise anybody who wants to get into pen testing or ethical hacking or whatever you want to call it to spend time practicing with CTFs and having fun with it. Um, spend time working through the OWASP WebGoat series. Um, build simple apps to gain better understanding of how a given technology works. Um, once you understand a technology and how it works, you're um, much more well positioned to learn how to break it and learn how to find vulnerabilities in it. And then kind of on the social side, you know, go to meetups, engage with the community, um, follow industry leaders on Twitter and, and uh, people are doing a bunch of really interesting research that appeals to you. Um, and I think that's been helpful throughout my career. Always be um, engaged with new people who are actively involved in the security community. And I think to your point about, you know, as things change so fast, I've seen in my career 
from a position of like no security. When I first started doing IT work, there, there really was no security to speak of um, outside of academia and maybe some government labs. And, and so then security became a firewall. Do you have a firewall? Okay, we're secure. You got a firewall. We're good to go. Uh, and, and then now it's, well, what kind of firewall do you have? And is it next gen? And is it a web application firewall? And, and so the granularity is just blown up exponentially. And what that allows is a lot of really deep specialization. So to my next point, I would uh, really encourage people to find something they're interested in and then learn as much as you can about it. Dig deep into the, the technologies or the concepts that you're passionate about. And um, that will make you valuable a, as a team member. Um, and really, you have to be a sponge in this this career field. You've got to absorb as much information as you can from others. It's uh, important that we do that. And what I love in general about the, the security community is everybody's really open and friendly and sharing. And we all, at the end of the day, we may work for different people, but we all have the same goal of protecting our clients' information or protecting our company's information. And so there's a lot of camaraderie that I feel in the security community. I think that's that's really cool. Um, so, yeah, that's what I would say, you know, always be learning, listen to others who are more knowledgeable than yourself, um, who are in a, a position maybe that you'd like to be in, in the future, uh, find a mentor, seek them out and, and talk to them and learn what you can from them. Well, Dan, are there opportunities for folks to join Summit? Absolutely. Thank you for asking. We are hiring on, on both sides of the business. So looking for folks with advisory or consulting experience that have in-depth knowledge of information security, governance, risk, and compliance concepts and practices. So think of things like building InfoSec programs, uh, getting clients ready for SOC 2 attestations, uh, CMMC, things like that. And then on the security engineering side, we are looking for pen testers. So if you have pen testing in your wheelhouse, we'd love to talk to you, either application pen testing or host or infrastructure pen testing. People call it different things. Um, love to talk to you about that. Please get a hold of me and we'll chat. Sounds great. And Dan, on the, uh, on the infrastructure pen test side, is that including both data center pen tests as well as different clouds? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Cloud-based pen testing as well as on-prem or data center-based pen testing. Awesome. Well, Dan, it's been great to chat with you a little bit. Thank you again for your partnership. And we look forward to seeing you all at the, the training day on October 13th. There's still a few seats left. Excellent. Thank you, David. I appreciate it. We are looking forward to being there. To hear this podcast again, visit anywhere a podcast is played. For more information, go to owasp.org forward slash www forward slash chapter forward slash Portland.